starting your sustainable fashion journey is more than buying organic cotton t-shirts or carbon neutral denim. Even though those are great items to buy when the time comes, the journey is not so much about shopping for something different than it is about changing your shopping behavior. Hello everyone and welcome to the Nature Inspired Podcast, a podcast aimed to educate, engage, and change the fashion industry from the inside out. If you don't know what Nature Inspired is, it's an online platform and sustainable branding service that focuses on human rights, fashion sustainability, and environmental justice. We go into detail on the production processes, branding standards, and what certifications to look for both as a brand and as a consumer. I'm your host, Chris Herrera, and with that, let's jump right in. Welcome to episode four of the Nature Inspired podcast. Today we're talking about how to start your sustainable fashion journey. Um, this is a uh, audio transcript from a blog post that is currently on my website at natureinspired.com. I've mentioned this in a couple uh, episodes in the past, but just to reiterate, um, I am going to be making audio transcripts for every blog post on the site, and I will also be making written transcripts for every podcast that I upload as well. So depending on how you like to ingest your information, I will be making content um, that works for you. So today we're going to go over five ways for how to start your sustainable fashion journey. We're going to go over caring for what you own and how you can um, stop microfiber pollution and how you care for your clothes. We're also going to talk about how you can learn more about the industry and um, what courses to take, what books to read, what uh, short films to watch, all that kind of stuff. Then we're going to go through um, some sustainable fashion initiatives that you should support. And then we're going to go through a section called Ask Why Before You Buy. We're going to go through a couple questions that you should ask yourself before you press the Add to Cart button. And then who to buy it from. So in that final section, we will talk about great brands that you can shop with a clean conscience. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So implementing sustainable fashion practices into your wardrobe may seem daunting when you're starting from zero. So I don't want you to feel defeated or expect that you should change your entire wardrobe the moment you're done with this episode. In fact, starting your sustainable fashion journey is more than buying organic cotton t-shirts or carbon neutral denim. Even though those are great items to buy when when the time comes, the journey is not so much about shopping for something different than it is about changing your shopping behavior. So the first thing I want to talk about is caring for what you own. Did you know that how we wash our clothes is the number one cause of microfiber pollution? Over 1.5 million microfibers are released on average per garment each time we wash our clothes. Emphasis on per garment. This ends up polluting our waterways, drinking water, and oceanic life like shellfish, fish, seals, whales, and more. Microfiber pollution in the worst cases could also lead to reproductive problems, cancer, and even DNA damage. 
I've linked all of the resources for everything that I'm talking about from scientific reports to articles and other credible resources where you can find the facts for all of these things. So what can we do about this? We need to start by caring for the clothes we already have, and that starts with how we wash them. Contrary to the way a lot of us have been raised, washing your clothes frequently, as you now can imagine, contributes negatively to microfiber pollution. However, not all clothes are the same, of course, and there are some that you must wash more frequently than others, like undergarments and those kind of things. There are also different fibers that shed more than others, and it's important to be cognizant of that as well. For example, a woven and high twist fabrics shed less compared to knit and blended fabrics. A good example of what's what would be a woven fabric would be like a linen or a hemp dress shirt, and a knit would be like a a jersey or a t-shirt or something with a bit more stretch in it. And the reason why it has more stretch is because typically, let's say for example, cotton or polyester is blended with spandex to give it that stretch. So that's a bit of a background on that. For a breakdown on how often you should wash your clothes and for eco-friendly laundry tips, I've included a link to an article that does a great job of explaining it in more detail. This article is about Earth Easy and the title is Seven Ways to Make Your Laundry More Eco-Friendly. So in regards to what fabrics have a higher environmental footprint and which ones you should avoid, usually they're fabrics that are fossil fueled. So basically polyester, nylon, acrylic, spandex, and acetate are all fabrics made from fossil fuels that you should avoid. And the ones that you should probably look for instead are clothes that are made with hemp, linen, organic, and or recycled cotton, Pinatex, which is a leather made out of pineapple, and Econil, which is a more sustainable version of nylon. Washing your clothes less frequently will help you reduce the frequency that microfibers and microplastics enter the waterways and will also greatly reduce your water consumption, which is great, but it isn't the full solution. The most effective way you can minimize your microfiber impact is by using a microfiber filter. These filters act as a barrier and retain up to 90 to 95% of all microfibers produced during a wash. One of them is the um, guppy bag from Guppy Friend. This one is great if you live in an apartment or you can't really make any changes to your washing machine directly. This one is a large bag where you can put all of your garments in there before your wash and it'll capture up to 95% of microfibers, which is great. Um, and I've linked it there so you can grab it. Another great uh, filter that you can use, this one's more for those of you who own your house or are able to make changes to your washing machine. This one is an attachable filter filter that goes directly on your washing machine. So basically there is like two tubes, it suctions onto your machine and you can connect one tube that goes from your washing machine and then another one into the waterways. And there is a large filter that collects up to 90% of the microfibers that are produced during wash. Another really great thing about Planet Care is when they send you your filters in the package for you to start, um, they include a prepaid postage so that when you're done 
done with the filter, you can send it back to them. Um, and what they do with that is they either recycle it or reuse it. So they try to be as, as circular as possible, which is really great. So part two of starting your sustainable fashion journey is becoming aware of how fashion works and how you can create a positive impact. I'll be creating a new resource page on the website solely dedicated to helping you learn about the industry and become educated. But until then, I wanted to mention some great resources to help you learn and take action. We really need people like you to learn more, ask questions, and act with curiosity to remove the barriers between what really goes on in the fashion industry and what the general public knows about it. So the first part I want to talk about is um, courses. So there are uh, online courses, particularly brought by FutureLearn. This is an online platform that has a ton, a ton of free courses. And I've taken two out of the three courses that I've mentioned here. These courses are anywhere between two to six weeks long. They're self-paced and provide value that will last you a lifetime. So the first course I'm mentioning here is called Fashion and Sustainability, and it's brought to you by the London College of Fashion. This one gives you a great introductions to issues, agendas, and context relating to fashion and sustainability in a changing world. This particular course is six weeks long, and you need to commit on average around three hours a week to studying. It is 100% online. You can learn at your own pace and it's just such a great course. I learned so much from it and I really enjoyed it. The second course that I have here is uh, actually brought to you by um, Fashion Revolution and this course is called Fashion's Future, the Sustainable Development Goals. So basically what this course does is it explains the particular sustainable development goals that are linked towards fashion and what brands can do to um, reach those goals. The third course here is called Learning for a Sustainable Future, and this one is brought to you by the University of Edinburgh. I might not be pronouncing that right, but <laughs> I'm trying my best. Uh, this particular course is five weeks long. It requires around two hour commitment a week, which is great. And again, all of these are learned at your own pace. They're 100% online and they are great learning resources. Another couple of resources that I wanted to include are some books, things that you can read uh, that will greatly expand your knowledge about the fashion supply chain, how the industry works, and the ethical and environmental impacts of fashion. The first one that I included here is called Fashionopolis by Dana Thomas, The Price of Fast Fashion and the Future of Clothes. This is a really, really well-researched, really well-done book um, where you can definitely tell that Dana Thomas put in all of her effort into this book. It educates you from how the fashion industry came about, how fast fashion came about, the price of it from a labor standpoint, from an environmental standpoint, and then also what we can do in the future to improve it. I definitely recommend this book. I've read it and I'm actually about to read it again because it is such a good book and it, there's so much information in there. So even if you read it twice, you're going to be learning so much every single time. So it's really, really great. I've included a link to where you can buy it. The second one that I included here is called Fashion and Sustainability Design for Change. This one is by Kate Fletcher and Linda Gross. 
And what this big book does is examines how sustainability has the potential to transform both the fashion systems and the innovators who work within it. So definitely check it out. I've linked it as well on the blog post. You can either listen to this on Kindle or buy the paperback as well. The third book that I've included here is called Slow Fashion, Aesthetics Means Ethics, and it's by Sophia Mini, who is also the founder and creator of People Tree, which is a sustainable brand. So this book offers creatives, entrepreneurs, and ethical consumers alike a glimpse into the innovative world of the sustainable designs and businesses that put people, livelihoods, and sustainability central to everything that they do. This is a really good book, um, but if you are getting started and you're like, which one should I read first? I would recommend you read Fashionopolis first and then go on to Fashion and Sustainability, Designed for Change, and then read this one last, kind of in the order that I put it on the website as well. So if you're not a reader, I've included also some documentaries that hold a lot of information-packed knowledge about the industry's social and environmental impacts of fashion, and I really highly recommend you watch at least one of these, if not all of them. Reading is great and I love to read as well, but I feel that it doesn't hit home as hard as when you watch it and you see what's happening and how you can take action. It can really have a bigger impact. So the first one is The True Cost. I've included a link to watch it on Prime Video. The second one is River Blue, which talks more about like the harsh chemical manufacturing processes and is irreversible damages of, of um, toxic chemical waste and a bunch of other things. So I would definitely check that one out as well. The third one I wanted to mention is actually not a movie or a documentary. It's a YouTube video by Hassan Minhaj uh, from Netflix is a joke. Um, and it's called The Ugly Truth of Fast Fashion from his Act of Patriot Act. I don't know if you've heard it. It is a 30-minute long video, and it is really, really great. This one um, speaks more to millennials and um, Gen Zs and talks a bit more about how pop culture, music industry, and so many other things have contributed to the rage of fast fashion. And honestly, when I saw this, it was like, finally, someone with a platform is talking about these things. Um, So it was really great to see, um, and I definitely recommend that you check it out as well. I've linked it on the article. The last section of resources that I wanted to talk about include three different resources that vary in um, beginner to advanced, if you will. If you're someone who's literally never heard about what the sustainable development goals are, I've included this one here, and it's a great way to learn about what we need to be working towards as a society, as brands, as organizations, as governments, and you can take action by asking your favorite brands why have not have they not included these into their business practices and what are they doing to work towards them. Another resource I included is actually a scientific report. So this one is for people who are a little bit more advanced in their journey with sustainability and want to read the science behind uh, the contribution of washing processes of synthetic clothes to microplastic pollution. Um, I found it a little difficult to read at the beginning because it's very technical. Um, But once you get the hang of it and once you've been reading it for like a couple, two paragraphs, then you 
you start to really understand what they're talking about and it all starts to make sense. The third one is more uh, aimed towards brands out there. I really wanted to include it because it really only is a five page report um, by MIT and it talks about the benefits of sustainability driven innovation. That's a mouthful. And it, what it basically talks about is the connection between corporate sustainability and business profits. And it goes through surveys and studies that they've done to uh, show that sustainability can actually increase your profits if you do it right. They also talk about the importance of business model innovation and how it can contribute to profits and overall success in your business. So definitely check that one out if you are a brand and want to know how to start your brand or want to know how to restructure your brand in a very sustainable way. Um, So the third part of starting your sustainable fashion journey is supporting those in the world trying to improve it. This can go from activists, nonprofit organizations, events, or donating to a cause. There is so much work that goes into educating the general public and making sustainability a reality. So any kind of support, whether it be a share, like, save, or donation, makes a difference for these people trying to improve the industry. A couple great entrepreneurs that I wanted to mention that are doing their part in creating industry change are... The first one I want to talk about is this one called Consciously Casual. They talk a lot about um, slow fashion and things that you should be looking for when you're shopping. The second one I wanted to talk about is Fashion Revolution. Most of us have already heard of Fashion Revolution. They are the largest um, sustainable fashion uh, company, nonprofit organization um, in the world right now, and they've basically started the sustainable fashion movement and they have so many different prompts for you to take action. It's a very action-driven organization so I definitely recommend that you follow them, look on their website. They have a action, um, like a take action page on their website so definitely check it out. It is a great platform to follow. One of the best out there for sure. The third one I wanted to talk about a little bit is the OR Foundation. So they also talk mostly about sustainability and overconsumption, human rights, that kind of stuff. So definitely give them a follow as well. The fourth one I want to mention really quickly is Chicks for Climate. Um, This one's really great. This is um, a platform where feminism and environmentalism come together. Uh, It's really cool, and there's a lot of um, great resources in here as well, so definitely check them out. And the last one I had to mention, of course, I couldn't leave us out of this list. We're obviously a very small account, and we're barely getting started, but what we do is help brands and consumers alike create systematic change and fix the issue at the core, which is our behavior and our system. So definitely give us a follow as well on Instagram. So the fourth section I wanted to talk about really quickly is ask why before you buy. So before you go on a shopping frenzy trying to find more clothes, even if they're sustainable, ask yourself why you're shopping in the first place. The fashion industry is one of the most overconsumed industry in the world right now. And a study conducted in 2015 in UK showed that we actually only wear a garment an average of seven times before throwing it away in the bin. 
So it's very important that we ask ourselves questions and we try to either make like a, a shopping list for clothes if we do need something. And um, so I just wanted to go through a few questions that you should ask yourself before you press the add to cart button. So number one is, do I need this? Ask yourself, do you really need this product? Number two, was this responsibly made? For example, where was it made? Who made it? Were they paid a living wage? Was it made in a safe working environment using non-toxic dyes and chemicals? Ask those questions. Look on the brand's website. Make sure that the clothes that you buy are responsibly made. The third question to ask is how many times will I really wear this? Really make sure that you're buying timeless pieces that you can re-wear and repurpose or something that you can mix and match and um, use for a longer time. The fourth question is, do I only want this because it's cheap? So definitely think about your motives behind why you're buying something. Is it really just because of the price? If it is, maybe save up and buy something that you actually need, that's responsibly made, or so forth. The fifth question is, how long will this last in my wardrobe? So this one really goes back to part through to question three as well. They're kind of connected. Um, you want to think about how long this, this clothes is going to last, not necessarily only about how many times will you wear it, but you also want to make sure that the quality of the garment is well made and made with responsible materials that will last you a long time. And the last question you want to ask yourself is, can I repurpose or repair this at the end of its life? So this helps you really think about the full circle of your garment before you buy it. And my main focus here is to help you make an ethical and responsible fashion decision. So it's really important that you ask yourself these questions before you make a purchase. Of course, conscious consumption isn't fully at the hand of the consumer. I've mentioned that before in a previous podcast episode, brand impact and responsibility in the fashion supply chain. You know, branding and strategic consumer targeting have their own role in how we make our purchasing decisions, but we still have a lot of power, if not more power than we realize with how we choose to spend our money and who we support it with. So that's why it's super important that you ask yourself these questions because you have a lot of power in how you communicate with brands and how you uh, communicate your needs with your brands. And now with greenwashing and misleading claims and all this kind of stuff, it's a lot easier than ever to get sucked in to some green looking scheme. So we've reached the final step. You've taken care of the clothes you have. You've supported sustainable fashion initiatives. You're learning, you're growing, and you've made a personal inventory of what you actually need in your wardrobe. So now it's time to find a sustainable brand that matches your values. So I wanted to mention really quickly some few brands that you can shop at with a clean conscious. I have included four out of the five brands are B Corp certified, and I've also included their impact scores. So you can see how responsible their business practices are and where they rank in um, their score. 
So the first brand I wanted to mention is People Tree. This one has been around for a very long time. It's based in the UK. Their clothes are fair trade certified and they're mostly made with organic cotton and other materials that are sustainable. So definitely check it out. The second one is, I might not be pronouncing it right, but it, I think it's pronounced cotton. It's uh, K-O-T-N. And this one is also a really great uh, sustainable brand that has some really contemporary pieces and they have women's and men's wear as well. Um, the, they are also B Corp certified, by the way. All the rest that I'm gonna talk about are B Corp certified. The third one here is Happy Earth Apparel, B Corp certified. I love their tagline. Their tagline is give a damn and um, their clothes are really, really cute. They have mostly tops right now, leggings, accessories, and blankets. The fourth one I wanna talk about is actually a Canadian brand as well and it's called Encircled. Um, they're made in Canada and uh, they have tops, bottoms, dresses, and a lot more. And the last one I want to mention is Eileen Fisher Renew. So Eileen Fisher is a B Corp certified company, but Eileen Fisher Renew is their circular initiative where they use returned clothes and repair them to be sold and worn again. So you can either buy new from Eileen Fisher if you want, but I would recommend that you do check out their Renew initiative where they focus on repurposing and uh, reusing clothes that have already been worn. So there you have it. There, there are five ways that you can start your sustainable fashion journey. I really hope that this episode has been helpful and you feel equipped to take action in your daily life. If you found value or learned something new in this episode, please share it with your network. This helps my business in a major way and also helps your network learn how to take action in the fashion industry. And if you want somewhat daily content, come hang out on Instagram. I post thought-provoking content about fashion and how we can create change in our personal lives and businesses. Until next time, we'll see you there.